If you're the kind of dad who works in the word catheter in everyday conversation, then this is the podcast for you. Why shouldn't dads use the word catheter in everyday conversation? Hello, dads and listeners from all throughout the podcast sphere. We are Bad to the Dad. We are the podcast celebrating suburban dad life and the life of dads wherever they may roam. Welcome to season number six, episode number three. We are calling this episode Paging Nurse Dad. We've got a wonderful guest. He's a nurse and his name is Ben De La Paz. He also happens to be a fantastic dad, and we're going to learn a little bit about him in just a bit. But right now, it is my pleasure as Adam D. to welcome in my good friend and podcasting partner. He is the pumpkin spice of podcasts, and his name is Coach Randy. Hello, Coach. It's all about pumpkin spice right now. Why is it always about pumpkin? On everything. Pumpkin spice deodorant, cereal, it's It doesn't make any sense. Pumpkin spice. What is it about... October and pumpkin spice. I just, I don't get, have you tried pumpkin spice? I have and it didn't really take. It doesn't. I don't understand. So I'm boycotting. Yeah, no, no. I just, I just say no. I just say no. Thank you. Right. Now, if Nancy Reagan was around. Yes. She could probably launch a just say no campaign against pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice, to me, it's as ubiquitous as these Halloween stores that just seem to pop up. All over the As early as August. Yes. It's like, give us a break. I mean, do I really need to start thinking about what I'm going to be for Halloween in August? And now it puts pressure on me as a dad that wherever we go, like my, my kids, we need pumpkin spice, we need pumpkin spice, we yeah. need pumpkin spice, we need pumpkin spice, Starbucks, pump, pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice, really, pumpkin everywhere spice. Everywhere you go, it's got to be pumpkin spice. I, I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. Even even my favorite place, Wawa. And you know how much oh, I love Wawa. Yeah. Pumpkin spice. They're disappointing you. Well, it's not disappointing. It's this overall pressure of, it's not, as if, if you're not doing pumpkin spice, something is wrong with you. Coach, you know who brings the spice but doesn't give in to the pumpkin spice trend? It's on the tip of my tongue. It's on the tip of my tongue. I know you're talking about, is it is it Becky Berman of Berman Branding? Of course it's Becky Berman of Berman Branding and BermanBranding.com for all of your marketing, web design, and graphic design needs. She does a fabulous job. Check out Coach Randy Says. That's Coach's business. She's made him look absolutely fantastic with uh, all that he's doing, with his books that he's promoting, with the coaching that he does. Coach Randy says you want to check that out as a sample, but if your business is in need of a rebrand, uh, an identity shift, why don't you check out BermanBranding.com. Look up Becky Berman. She will take care of you. Also want to give a shout out to The Fit Rebellion and our friend Matt Wilbur. The Fit Rebellion, we had him on uh, two seasons ago. He has designed a fitness program specifically for dads. Just for dads. Just so if you have a dad bod and you're not into that, if you're trying to change your shape, preferably something other than round, yes, the Fit Rebellion is where you want to go. So you're going to want to hit his website, which is www.thefitrebellion.com, and you'll see what kind of a program Matt can put together for you. Now, speaking speaking of this, the, the, the dad bod, I got to tell you, yeah. now listeners out there, you cannot see Adam D because obviously we do our podcast, uh, we don't do it live. You look fantastic. You really mean that? I really mean that. I, you know, I'm trying, Coach. It's it's harder and harder yeah. when you love food as much as I no, do. You don't just try. You actually do. Hey, thanks. 
You know, you got to squeeze in your workouts. It's hard though. Got to get them in when you can. Yeah. And uh, my uh, body is preconditioned to look like a pear. Yeah. So you know, when you look in the mirror and you're like, yeah, I don't want to be looking like a pear. Yeah. I uh, I don't know what other fruits I'd want to look like, but but not a pear. And uh, you know, I try to get those swims in, and I try mm-hmm. to get those jogs in, and the the Peloton. You know, the Peloton is back on, even though we had the flood. I know. They sent oh. me another power cord. There they go. And now I'm back. Back in the saddle. You're back in the saddle yep. with the boots, Out right? Out of the saddle, back on the saddle. Yeah. That's the terminology they you. use. So it is a... Uh... Of course, they sent me a t-shirt, too, for my 100th ride. Yeah. Which, of course, is a large, but still feels like it's two sizes too small because it's Peloton. Because it's Peloton. Well, if you know here, you know, for me, I've been doing iFit. You know, fantastic. Right? So it's it's the Nordic track version of what you, you look. Have. You look good. I, we have to talk about your fitness for a second because yeah. your, yours is more relevant than mine, and I'll tell you why. So... First of all, Mazal Tov, Mazal Tov on your daughter Breeze uh, bat mitzvah last week. It was such an uh, uh, awesome thing to be a part of that. Thank you. So there was a, a small party. I think you did it right. A small party. Of kids. It was a kid party. A kid party. and uh, But, you know, there were certain select adults, right? Yes. Certain A-listers that made Absol- it. That, that I consider VIPs. Honored. Yes. Honored to be part of Adam that. Adam D. and the family. Chandler family are uh, special, special peeps. Absolutely. So... As many of you may know, when you do the dance celebration for the bat mitzvah, it's called the hora. The hora. Everybody gets into a circle, yep. and at some juncture in the hora, you bring a chair out to the middle. Yes, we do. And you bring the guests of honor onto the chair to lift. So mm-hmm. we had Brianna, of course. Yes. She was the bat mitzvah. She, she was first. And a bunch of fellas come out, and we do the lifting. Yeah. So for Brianna, it probably took about three or four guys. Yeah. And then Michaela, mm-hmm. which is who is Brianna's older sister, mm-hmm. she came out. She was no problem. Yeah. All right. If anything, I was worried I was going to send her into orbit. She's going to go right <laughs> through that tent. jump up. Yeah. yeah. And then Coach Randy says, "You know what? I'd like a turn on the chair. I'll take one for the team. For all I'd the, like a the turn siblings on the didn't want to, Jess didn't want to. I'm like, you know what? I think Brianna deserves someone else other than her sister to get thrown up. So you know what?" I volunteer. You raised your actually. You raised both hands like you just didn't care. <laughs> I've, I've, what is it? In Hunger Games. I volunteer as a. I'm, pay, I'm tribute. Yeah, I, I volunteer as tribute. tribute. Volunteer. Well, you were you were tribute. Now yes. the problem is everybody else that was lifting you was sacrificed. But <laughs> let's talk about this. So, um, you know, we had about three or four guys lifting Brianna and uh-huh. Michaela, and then I called in for reinforcements just in case. Mm-hmm. Right, some guys from the corner who yeah. I don't want to yeah. be in the video. But, yeah. So they came in and and they were very gracious enough to help. Us yes. lift you. Yeah. First, I have to thank you yeah. for dropping some LBs. <laughs> yes. Because it was a lot easier getting yes. you off the ground right. than maybe pre-COVID days Absolutely. to pre-COVID. your own admission, right? Absolutely. I've dropped 35, man. Wow. 35. Go. Bang. Gotta give you a right? fist bump so, for yeah. that. You know, that is definitely admirable. And yeah. Coach Randy can do it with his busy schedule and the working from home. I tell you, you can too. But... Um, Here's where uh, things got a little a little dizzy. Well, I think it's very funny because of the placement of where you were. Yes. Yes. Now I I str- this is no accident. I strategically placed myself in the back. Yeah. Of the chair. Correct. Right, because you know if you're leaning back a little bit, I like you to be there. Hold me up. Tip you back. Because you care about the person. I do. It's like, it's like the trust fall. Yeah. It's like a trust fall. You want to be there for me in case I fall because I can trust you. Believe it or not, I also feel like if you have enough strong guys yeah. lifting the chair, then that's probably one of the easier places to be. <laughs> believe it or not. So you were being selfish. So so what happens? <laughs> yes. The DJ says, you know what, uh, Randy, why don't you turn around and sit in the chair cowboy style? Yeah, so cowboy. So your front yes. is actually facing the back of the chair. Correct. Where I'm at. And you already picked that spot. You're already you're already in. You're done cold. You've already sold yourself in that spot. 
So we start lifting you, mm -hmm. and what's my line of sight? Your crotch. Absolutely. And what a pleasure it must have been to see my crotch as you lift up there, me doing the cowboy dance. <laughs> I had I had to turn away. Yet it was sort of like train wreck. Like I had to make sure it was still there, but then yeah. turn away for my own self-preservation. <laughs> so, but but first of all, thank you for for dropping the pounds well, because that made lifting you easier. Because otherwise, easier. every every guy in that ten would have had a hernia. Yes. And um, no thank you for where I ended up being positioned. I think you, I think you planned that. Well, I did. I like, to you know, Adam D. DMC. I'm like, let's, let's Adam do D's in the back. Let's 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 mess put with him in the front of the line. Let's, let's mess with them. We we need to create lifelong memories. It's a conspiracy theory. And what a better memory than the picture of my crotch at my youngest daughter's bat mitzvah, forever. Well, since you put it in those terms, <laughs> it's a good thing you don't work for Becky Berman to Berman and Brandon because that's a marketing that I don't. I think gotta anybody you, would sign up for. What's really funny is we've learned since then. First of all. Uh, you and your family and the other other families that were there, I yeah. can list all the names, the kids. We found out from, you know, it was at Powerhouse Studios. Shout out to Lisa uh, and Sam, uh, Lisa Messing, out at Powerhouse Studios. We found out that our party was a top five party of all time. Who was voting? This is from Lisa. These are people really? who worked there. Huh. Afterwards, the staff couldn't stop talking about how amazing the party was. Yeah. That everybody was dancing that they had not had a party like that. I mean, it was it was outside in the tent, and she doesn't understand what it was specifically. And the fact that we almost had, we had ninety nine percent girls. Yeah. So and sometimes when you have boys, like yeah, I don't want to. No, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and so they're on their phones. Absolutely. Yeah. And so and there were no video games and they take yeah. their, their attention away. But they said it was hands down a top five party of all time, and you were there from the beginning. I mean, you were you and your family. Pulled off a saw. You, you you changed cars with us so we could have my family oh, together. Oh yeah. Uh huh. You, you brought your your cornhole. You brought your uh, your spike ball. Um, you need to know um, how important you and your family are to us. Uh, I'm gonna give you a little bromance here, a little man man love. You know, hashtag yeah. uh, the Shannon family is love. You have right? any music? A little uh, undercurrent music? You yeah, can I can, play, see, I can you know, do that. Put that I in could. post production. Post production. You but, know, uh, uh, some Lionel Richie. It was really a special special night. So thank you for. For being such a great friend, Adam D, uh, we had fun. Oh, we had a great time, and, and like, I could totally see what you're saying. Yeah, about from beginning to end, like even, even the intermezzos. Yeah, you know they had, um, they they played some music, and mm -hmm. Jess gets up there with the girls. This is Randy's wife, yeah, and yeah. they do a choreographed dance yep. to a country song. Yep. Uh, your uh, your daughter's camp friends came out yep. and did a whole like Israeli yep. rock dance. Mm -hmm. That was really cool. So it was so, really uh, yeah memorable. And the other thing is. No alcohol. Yeah. Not one drop nobody, of alcohol. And nobody had any less fun. Nobody had less fun. So mm -hmm. you can't have fun. and uh, But it was it was a lot of fun. So listeners, that's why we didn't have uh, an episode last week. Yes. So sorry for... Uh, for all the right reasons. Um, it was just uh, a lot to do. So Adam D, um, we had a great bat mitzvah weekend. And yours is your son, Aiden's coming up. Coming up. We're going to have to hear about it soon, right? No end of November. So uh, I look forward to celebrating that moment. I think it's about moment. when this season will probably wrap up. Oh, it'll be, so, perfect. It'll yeah. be a perfect ending to a great season. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a little more low because like you said, guys, your girls still have cooties. Yeah. But, you know, I'm sure there will be plenty to talk about. Oh, I guarantee. Because anytime there's people, where many of those people are family, there's going to be plenty to talk about. Well, speaking of people, we're mid-season of softball. And there's 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 no lack for <laughs> parents oh, and coach behavior. Yes, I'm sure. Uh, which we could go into, but what I want to talk about with you, if it's okay with you, this time of year, Adam D, um, as a dad, yeah, um, I think it's very important we have this conversation. Is the the change in seasons, mm -hmm. right? And it seems kind of drastic. It seems like summer just kind of ends and boom, 
you're smacking fall, right? It gets cooler, it gets colder. There's pumpkin spice. Right, pumpkin spice. <laughs> Candles and right. coffee. So we have an ongoing, let's call it a challenge. Uh-huh. I call it a problem. Yeah. But to be politically correct, we could call it a challenge. Mm-hmm. Is heat. Yeah. All right? And so Adam D, as, as a bad to the dad, I think mm-hmm. it's important for our listeners to talk about this. At what point in the year does mm-hmm. your heat go on in your home? Mm-hmm. So let me just say this about my family, mm-hmm. and, and I and I don't know what it is. Um, my my family, especially my kids, are never cold. They'll always tell me when they're super hot. Okay. Right. And you know we've had some air conditioning issues yes, you with have. our good friends at PSE yes. and G. Yeah. I don't care if they <laughs> for screw years. Yes. They've really screwed the pooch. Absolutely. On this one. So they will tell me mm-hmm. when they are melting. Yes. But when it's chilly in the house uh, or even cold, mm-hmm. I don't get the complaints. You don't. So our endurance. For a colder fall season, interesting. Yes, is is a little little higher. So you have a high threshold. Yeah. And your is is it like genetically inclined? I mean, how do you, how did you create such a threshold? I, I don't know. You know, these are kids who like in you know as you know because mm-hmm. you, you appreciate the no shorts till yes. December edict, yeah, right? Absolutely, it's it's shorts straight. You wear I wear shorts till November first. Th- these are kids who will, who will run around outside mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving in t-shirts and shorts. That, you know, no what, coats. That might be the reason why I love your kids so much. Is because they. They are like my peeps. Yeah, they're my they kindred spirits. Yes. There's no question. Yeah. So they've always been like that. You know, you see memes about kids in New Jersey. There's always that one boy in New Jersey mm-hmm. who's wearing shorts. Yes. While there's a blizzard out. <laughs> That's my son. Love that kid. He'll probably wear shorts at, at his bar mitzvah. Because, Love that kid. Love the kid. Because of shorts. It's you got to respect, respect a young kid, a man who has yeah. the desire to do what they need to do without yes. pressure. So the the heat situation in my house mm-hmm. is fairly straightforward okay it probably goes on maybe we maybe we test it out sometime uh, end uh, of november mm-hmm. but it doesn't go on in earnest mm-hmm. it doesn't go on consistently until probably the uh, early part of december wow yeah wow yeah adam d cuz i mean ultimately as a as the, as a dad it's not so much about keeping my family cold or mm-hmm. whatever it has to do with how much it costs Yes. To heat this place, yeah. right? Yep. So I'm thinking dollars and cents. Well, right? that's another consideration, too. <laughs> so we're making out all right. Right. So you, you've got to pay for it in so, the summer. But... So we have bylaws. I have put together a bylaw systems for a number of years. Oh, wow. And uh, I make it very clear. And I, what is what is this? Is it a constitutional monarchy in your house? <laughs> well, it's it's somewhat of a democracy. It's a... It's a uh, it's a momocracy. Let's, let's let's call it uh, that. Okay. No. So we, so we know. So we know. We know who's signing off on the contract. Yes. We know who the James Madison is it's, of your house. Exactly. Okay. So, so uh, I like it's. It's not like a written, you know, laws, but no. it's kind of like oral so laws. Things are very, very. Things have been passed written. down. Things have been passed down uh, from year of year of experience. Okay. And so for us, you know, unlike you being December first, I kind of say, you know what, November first. I think that's okay. That's reasonable. November first, he can go in the house. All right? I'm listening. So you're listening, right? I sure am. So today is October 3rd. We always record on the Sunday before, yep. right? And my wife, I love love Jessa, right? October 1st. It's October on? 1st. Up in the morning. You know, she gets up before I do. Yeah. She said, I'm just letting you know. I turn the heat on. It's very it's cold. It's going to be 75 degrees today. And I'm like, and she said, it was cold. I'm up in the morning. I get up before you. It's cold in the house. I turned the heat on. October 1st, Adam D. It's still summer as far as I'm concerned. Are you kidding me? You know, it's like summer plus. October 1st. It's like extra innings. Are you kidding me? Yeah. October yeah. 1st. Yeah. Now, mind you, our goal during the winter is, I mean, during the summer, is to keep the house 
at like, you know, 69, 68, 69, yeah. 70. Yeah, something like that. Right? Yeah. So she seven. wakes up. The house the house is 66, right? To me, that's a pleasant day. That's, that's warm. You know what? That's a late summer day. That's a late summer day. In your day. house. That is shorts and a sweatshirt. Yes. What does she do? She puts the heat on. And what's the heat going to? Like, what's the temperature? 71. Mm. She needs yeah. it at 71. That's that's like late late August. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's yeah. We we don't need that. That's that's, that's November first right, right so there. So let me so, ask about your yeah. role, Coach yes, Randy, because yes. you are the dad of the house. Yes, and not that you have to be the you know benevolent dictator of the house. Well, I don't want to be the dictator. I, I know you don't. I, I need know to be the that, reasonable, financially responsible yes, parents that's, in the house. The things that factor into decisions like the heat going on. Yes. But, you know, is there like a conversation? Is there? A filibuster, even a filibuster about about heat. There's not. She just went and changed it, mm. even after she knows. Yeah. And all the kids know, no heat till November one. It was like she just bypassed what we've. It's just it's, it's common knowledge. Yeah. You know. So on one hand, do I have to go back and put the little note over the, and say no one touches this, no heat until November first. Mm-hmm. You know, welcome to the the laws of the family. You know, management, right. Um, do I tape up the box, right, <laughs> to ensure that no one touches, right? Um, and then, of course, we have done the voting system before. All right, so tell me about your, your voting system, because it sounds like it's partially democratic. Here. So I, I like to think we're democratic, and so when we have decisions to make in our families, which involve a family, we have a voting system. And the number of votes you get are, are the age you get, mm-hmm. right? So uh, I'm going to be 54, right? I can't believe, dude, 54. Yeah. I turned 54 this week. Five, but four. it's just a number. 5-4. It's just a number. But that's like, that's well over half my life. If, Physically and mentally, where do you think you are? <laughs> Physically? Actually, now I think I'm in my early 40s. Physically. Okay, that's not bad. Right? Mentally, I'm an 18-year-old kid. Let's be honest. That'll never change. That'll All right, never so change. Again. Right? 21-year-old man. Yeah, so 54 is just the clock. Right. So, yeah. so, but if I was to live, you know, half my life, yeah. I'm living to 108, which you know is not going to happen. Right. Right? So I get 54 votes. Because I'm 54. Yeah, I thought you were going to say something about male menopause, but okay, this is about, about voting. All right. right. So my wife, she uh, is going to be 42, right? Mm-hmm. So she gets 42 votes. 42 votes. So she votes 42 votes. Oh. I vote for 54. Now, because we're Democratic, the kids also get votes. Uh-huh. You know, so Michaela gets 15 and Brianna gets 12. And as yeah. she turns 13, she'll get 13 votes, right? And what I've noticed is that no matter when we vote as a family, even though I have 54 votes... I literally have a majority in the house. Yeah. When the coalition comes together, I never win. Well, that's it. You need to start forming a coalition of your own. You got to start negotiating with the Bree, negotiating with me. Because I know you're not going to win with Jess. There will never be a unified coalition with you and Jess. So you have to start negotiating with the youngers, and that way you'll be able to pad your votes. Well, and that's what it goes back to to be honest in the family, who is the most important person? Mm hmm. In the family, the biggest responsibility. Well, you, you are going through what Germany is going through right now. New, new <laughs> chancellor and all these different parties trying to gain control. It's incredible. So I'm curious to know about our listeners out there. Yes. Uh, and we've been so good at polls because I know you're going to share about the poll this past week about yeah. the uh, the show. Uh, I think we should do a poll this week about at which point, you know, I'm not sure how we're going to word it, yeah. but listeners out there, be on the lookout for our next poll, our next survey. Yes about heat going on in the house because I need to know from our listeners and dads, I'm counting on you to step up, all right? Because generally speaking, I this might be stereotypical, it might be gender bias, my own implicit bias, I think dads have a certain kind of mindset 
when heat goes on. Yeah. What do you think? Well, at least at least in your house. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for us, it's December first. It's yeah. because because your wife loves to be cold. Uh, yes, she yes, does. Yes, so she'd prefer the cold. Yes, it's not that she loves to be cold. She no, no, prefer the cold versus and that's, being that's too why, hot. Personally, that's the other reason why we get along so great. Yeah. Because we go to OBX, we want it cold, and, and the house is a, a refrigerator. <laughs> yes, yeah. so that's where we get along. So I'm like, ah, that's 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 our you know that's my that's yeah. my doppelganger when it comes to uh-huh. the heat, right? Yeah. So uh, I look forward to you placing that next survey. So listeners, be on the lookout. Uh, about heat and, and dads, please step up. So it's going to be on the Instagram. It's going yeah. to be at Bad to the Dad. It'll be on my Facebook account, which is Adam D. Chandler. I'm the only Adam D. Chandler on Facebook, so please check that out. Why don't we uh, tack this one on Twitter as Twitter. well? Because yeah. a lot of people are doing polls on Twitter. Okay. And the thing I've noticed is, you know, we were, we've been very successful with just posting questions. Yeah. We're going to do an actual poll. Yeah. Where you can actually hit a radio button yeah, and say yes or no or, absolutely. or the month uh, where the heat should go on. And, you know, we did a poll about. Um, when you when you're at a conference, right? Yep. When you're at a convention, and your kids FaceTime you, regardless of how many time zones might be between you and where your children are at the time. So um, we didn't get a lot of responses on social media, but I got a lot of IMs and DMs and yeah. contact us at Bad any BMs. Uh, you know, you know, you got to keep yourself regular. All right, but the I will say that the responses were at least regular on the on the IM and the DM and. The ones that I got, you like, I will, um, I'll, I'll, I'll reference uh, Craig in Los Angeles. He said, you know, definitely the FaceTime goes off. You've, you've got to hustle and take that call because you never know it could be something yeah. fairly yeah. intense. But usually, if it's something bad, right? If it's an emergency, it'll be a text. Can you please call now? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Craig is like me, just using FaceTime as an excuse to leave a boring session. So we have a Craig in Los Angeles. Craig in Los Angeles, yes. Listening to us. so even in Los Angeles. Bad of the dad with Craig. Well, there are bad dads in, on the West Coast. Yeah, there's no question. You know, and not, bad, not not bad being bad, but bad being good. Bad being good, like in the 80s, yes. right? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Great work, AMD. Yeah. So I think the consensus is if you have a sense that it's a really important message coming in, mm-hmm. you go and you take it. Otherwise, you text back saying, hey, I'm in a conference. Can I call you back at another time? So you, you know, not think, quite the yeah. floppy debate. Yeah. Not, not hashtag. But, but flop, still. No floppy left still behind. Still got some still, responses. You know what I think is great? It took us six seasons. To figure out how to interact with our, our listeners. <laughs> so we have come a long way from season one. Well, we'll tell you how you can all interact with us in our next block. Coming up, we've got Ben Delapaz. He is an RN. That's a registered nurse to you and me. He's a wonderful dad. He's also going to talk about how he's been taking care of his lovely wife, Jennifer, as she goes through a battle with breast cancer. And it is October, so it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We are bad to the dad. Keep it here. We are bad to the dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Social media, we know you're on it because we can see you and we're on it too. And our handle for most social media platforms is at bad to the dad. You can find us on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, even on LinkedIn. Again, check out that poll about the heat in your house. When does that heat go on? That's going to be posted on social media very, very soon. Again, that's at at Bad to the Dad. Uh, we have a website, good old-fashioned website, and that is badtothedad.com. And if you'd like to interact with us, you can IM or DM us on any of the social media sites, or you can email us, and that email is contact us at badtothedad.com. Contact us at badtothedad.com. We'd love to hear your questions for Coach Randy 
an eye, or maybe you have a show idea, a guest idea, maybe you have a poll idea, it's an open door policy and we'd love to hear what's on your mind. Dads and other listeners, again, contact us at Bad to the Dad. Coach, I always try to come through with another great guest. And you always do. Week. You always do. You always do. And this week should not disappoint. It's Ben Delapaz, RN. That's registered nurse to you and me. So we're going to learn about what it's like, not just being a nurse, but what it's like being a male nurse. I know, Coach, when, when I say... I, if I if I did word association and I said nurse, you would probably say jelly. Why? I thought you said peanut butter. I'm sorry, I was confused. Uh, I zoned out. Always food on your mind. Always food on your mind. <laughs> but the image you're probably conjuring of some, be, some, of some course. like some I, female. Maybe I grew, up, I, grew up, I grew up in an environment yeah. where socialization condition nurses were of a particular gender. We now know that there's a lot of nurses out there. So a Filipino-American who grew up in Oklahoma, not the first image you're conjuring? <laughs> Filipino from Oklahoma. I love that. What, what, what town in Oklahoma? Ponca City, Oklahoma. It's a oh, great... Do you know Ponca City, city Oklahoma? Oklahoma? No, I, I know I know Muskogee, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Oklahoma City, of course. And Tulsa. Uh, and Tulsa, right. right? But I, I love Oklahoma. They have these little <laughs> crazy names of towns. Of uh, How do you end up there? How does your family end up there? Well, my father was in the oil industry, so we followed oh. oil. Mm-hmm. So, you know, grew up in Texas, you know, lived in Oklahoma, um, went to Oklahoma State. Great place to grow up. You know, it was a good old town fashion. Uh, football, type. football. Yeah. Oh, that's a religion. Yes. Religion. Yes. Were you a player, Ben? Did you play football? Yes, I was. Um, I guess you had uh, to, right? Yeah, yeah, you grow up playing football from the get-go. And um, it's a culture. And, you know, it, it's so deeply embedded in how the town works. I mean, Friday night, town shuts down um, and the stadium is packed and it was just a great environment to, to play football in. And, um, you know, it was it was great. The competition was amazing. Um, you know, we the punk, the town that I grew up in um, was a small, big town. So we competed with Oklahoma City, with Tulsa's and um, it, was, it was a great place to grow up. So, but you chose. You know, I get, learned, Coach, yeah. from a Carrie Underwood song that football in Oklahoma is big. I think oh, it was on her first Nebraska, album. Oklahoma, no, Texas. But Carrie Underwood, who is yes. from Chicota, Oklahoma, uh-huh. she specifically made a comment mentions that uh, high school football in Oklahoma is sort of a big. Well, game. they got nothing else. I'll be honest with you. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. you got you got lakes and um, <laughs> you know, yeah, football and football, football. right? Yeah, yeah. So, but you but you chose the Cowboys over the Sooners. I did. I did. And, that, and in that state, that's a huge, huge rivalry. Huge rivalry. Huge rivalry. Absolutely. Um, and the rivalry is great, you know, but once again, you know, it's, it's football is football. And I'm glad the, you know, the Cowboys are doing halfway decent. And it's always good to see, you know, them getting on national TV and, and doing as well as they've been doing. But you hate Oklahoma, right? You, you hate them. No, you can't hate them because they're just so good, you know. It's All right, like, sorry, that was a bad. <laughs> from, from listen, the no, no, listen. I'm from I'm from Colorado, right? Excellent, right? I went to the University of Colorado Boulder, right? Uh huh. And so we did not like the Oklahoma Sooners, right? Okay. We hate, we didn't like the Texas Longhorns. Sure. We, I mean, we just hated Texans. It was just inherent. Like I'm a Denver Bronco fan. We hate the Raiders. I just it's just part of it is. So, I I think it's you're just I, I guess you're a better person than I to be so open. <laughs> To the uh, the town rivalry uh, of the yeah, but you're prettier than I am, so they all even. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> <laughs> all 
let's let's not go crazy because I, I won't hear the end of it for not just the rest of the podcast but for the length of our entire friendship so you know as we stated more than once at the top of the podcast ben is a registered nurse so ben uh why that career path well you know what i knew i needed to be a nurse my mother was a nurse but i have to tell you i avoided nursing like the plague um I originally you know, started nursing in 1991 and I was a kid and I realized how much responsibility and um, professionalism is required for nursing. And you know what, at the time and by the grace of God, I left nursing because it just didn't match my social schedule. Um, and I went, <laughs> <laughs> and I went Thirsty into Thursdays, <laughs> nursing. Yeah. It's, it's a Absolutely. football. Yeah. College football Saturday. Yeah. Um, I went into corporate and, um, you know, it was, it was good. I was making some really decent uh, coin and, but I swear I looked at the clock and sometimes it clicked, it ticked backwards. And, you know, funny enough, God has a way of saying, Hey, I hope you like what you're doing. Cause I don't, you're going somewhere else. Here's nursing. Mm-hmm. So went back to nursing school. Um, and I got to tell you, it's, it's something just like so many other, um, professions that you hear about, like the priesthood, which, you know, that's a whole different animal, but you know, you're chosen to do that and you have to do it no matter what else you may want to do. That's where you end up and that's what you got to be. So yeah, here I am. So full disclosure, Ben and I work together mm-hmm. and actually his wife, Jen is on my talent acquisition team. Nice. Great lady. We'll talk about uh, what she's going through in, in just a bit. And not that we want to make this a commercial for nursing, but maybe we make this a commercial for, for nursing. To. I, think, yeah. I think we have to because I need to find more nurses. There's a nursing hire. shortage. There's a nursing <laughs> shortage. Yes. I know. But, I know there is. But Ben, you know, I, one thing I've noticed is there's a lot of different paths you can go down if you're a nurse. You don't have to do bedside nursing at a hospital, but you can. The jobs are there. You could do uh, our arena, right, which is home health nursing. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of jobs there, believe me. Uh, and please go on to the career site at uh, vnahealthgroup.com, vnahe.com, or .org uh, slash careers. And please, uh, if you're a nurse, uh, apply to every job that, uh, that you see there. But, um, but you, uh, in particular, Ben, have had a lot of variety in your nursing career. It hasn't just been about going into patients' homes and taking care of them, right? Absolutely. You know, I started out in acute care in the hospitals, which I always recommend all nurses out of uh, nursing school go into just because you learn so much in the facilities. Um, And you have to you have to make your bones. You know, you have to learn. You have to, uh, you know, it you know, you learn everything in nursing school ink on paper. But it's different when you see another human being um, going through what you've read. And um, so. You know, I started out in acute care. I've done everything from oncology, hospice to uh, psychiatric nursing. Hmm. Um, You know, I've worked in a lot of different uh, areas also away from uh, acute care. You know, I worked for the Veterans Administration for the VA, which was incredibly rewarding. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that. And, um, you know, did home care, did hospice. Um, So, (laughs) you know, it's been it's been a great it's been great, you know, and, and like Adam was saying, there's so many different things to do in nursing. Like right now I'm in education, I'm in employee health, which is completely away from the bedside, but you know, you're still utilizing all your, you know, nursing skills and, and your communication skills still being involved with people. Um, so, you know, it, it's great. And there's so many different things you could do with nursing. It's a uh, remarkable. I'm a, I'm a professor of sociology and a lot of my uh, students all want to be nurses. 
Mm -hmm. uh, and it's it's a fantastic profession. And we know it's, uh, uh, especially this past uh, 18 months, the value and significance of who you are and what you do for our lives mm -hmm. uh, and the commitment you make. Uh, so first, on behalf of uh, Bad of the Dad and all the listeners out there, thanks for choosing to be a nurse. Thank you. Um, and uh, I'd imagine your journey from corporate to being a nurse has had a very profound impact uh, on your family uh, because if you're making a lot of coin, I don't know if nurses make the same amount of money. So what was that for you to go from making all that money in corporate to deciding to do what I believe in my passion and not focus so much on the paycheck? Well, you know, it was truly about the everyday happiness. You know, when you can wake up and know what you need to do and who you need to be, as opposed to chasing the dollar, um, that's huge in every day, you know? Um, and that's hopefully like, you know, this whole dad thing, hopefully we could try to establish, you know, within kids, you know, what is, what's value to you? You know, you see it on TV all the time, you know, it's the cars, it's the glitz, it's the glamour, it's the fame. That's incredibly empty, incredibly empty. When you talk about fulfillment of, you know, the, the people that we want to be, you know, for our kids, the, the men, the women that they can be, it's not about a dollar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, look, we, uh, we, we talk a lot about careers on the mm -hmm. show. We also talk about how those careers may or may not influence our children. And we want to talk about, you know, what, what Layla sees, your, uh, mm -hmm. your wonderful 13-year-old daughter in, in just a bit. But, you know, you, you talked a little bit about professionalism in nursing. And I'd have to imagine that, especially now in this wonderful period we call COVID, mm -hmm. that it, it's got to be stressful to be a nurse. It's got to be stressful to be uh, in, in any, in any medic, medical profession. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, what, what are some of the things that you're seeing and, and what's some of the, the coaching you've been giving other nurses to, you know, chill out a little bit, maybe put things in perspective, knowing that, you know, the, the schedule and the unknowns of, of what you're going to see with every patient are, are still going to be there. Absolutely. And you know what, uh, something that I tell, you know, young nurses, people that are precepted is, treat everybody like they were going to treat somebody that you love, you know, somebody in your family, you know, that's the, every time you're walking, you know, in our case, Adam walking into the home, think about them walking into your parents' home, you know, how would you want them treated? You know, what perspective do you want anybody to give somebody that you love? What kind of respect, what kind of, you know, listening skills, um, you know, that, that's so substantial in what we do in nursing um, is where you're coming from. Because if you're going into nursing to get rich, you're in the wrong profession. <laughs> but, you know, the, uh, the rewards of nursing are so amazingly um, touching. And the people that you can really help out in, in the small things, many times it's, it's not what you do. It's, it's, it's truly just being there. Hmm. Um, and being comforting and, and listening to people. And so not only uh, do you know about nursing and helping other people, Adam has uh, uh, foreshadowed this, this, uh, this relationship with your wife. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, we talk about sometimes having information is good. Knowing information is good. Uh, right. But if you don't mind sharing, I understand uh, your wife is, uh, uh, is battling breast cancer. 
That is correct. Um, and uh, can't it just imagine. so happens that October is yeah, breast cancer month. So this is so, a happy accident, but it's apropos that we are talking about this raising awareness and, and, and talking about a relevant case. So, and, but, you know. but knowing all this information as a nurse, what's it like for you as a spouse and a husband, knowing what you know and being there for your wife through uh, what she's facing? Well, you know, it, it's, it's a really fine line to walk. Um, I have 15 years in oncology. So, you know, my knowledge of oncology and the things that go that, you know, individuals go through um, was ink on paper until it hit home. Mm -hmm. um, and that's that that's been tough because there are times where, you know, things and once again, you know what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to act. You know, are you supposed to be a spouse? You're supposed to be a nurse. And that could be a really fine line to walk. And, and that's tough. You know, how do you communicate things that, you know, without scaring you know, the pants off of somebody, but in the same token, be honest enough to say, look, you know, this is what's going to happen. So, you know, that has been a challenging, a very challenging uh, path. Yep. We're talking with Ben Delapas, <clears throat> registered nurse. He's our guest on Bad to the Dad on this episode, which is season six, episode three. And I think, Ben, you just set the table very, very nicely. You know, you are a husband taking care of a wife who's going through treatment, but you're also a dad. So, you know, what's going on if you, if you're at liberty to tell us what's going on in the Delapaz house, as far as balancing it all, uh, making sure that Jen gets the care that she needs, especially from you, but also ensuring that Layla has, I hate to use the word normal because we've been throwing that around so much lately, but right. has, has some element of, of normalcy in her life. You know, it is a challenge and it's a conscious effort. Um, you know, all of us as dads, we're busy, be it with sports and be it with different things to go different places and do different things. And, you know, normalcy, especially with this whole COVID thing, you know, what's normal anymore. Um, but, you know, it has been a conscious effort for us to make sure that she does have some kind of normalcy. And if she doesn't have the channels to say, look, what's going on, you know, and it doesn't have to be, you know, sitting down and, some long drawn out thing. It, it's something as casual as riding in the car. It's like, Hey boo, you okay? You know, what's on your mind? You, you, call her boo? you call her boo. I call her boo. Oh, she hates that. My kind of dad. <laughs> I got booze too. Yeah. I have a boo boo. <laughs> my older ones are boo and I got to make a boo. So yeah. <laughs> but you know, just checking in on, in a casual real way, being vested in the moment. Um, and not cause how many times, you know, you, you walk up, say, to somebody say, hey, how you doing? You really don't want to know. <laughs> you really know? want to know? You want to ask that question? <laughs> um, but to be vested um, in, in the time that you have, uh, you know, has really made a big difference in, in truly being there for her. Um, and, and no matter big or small, you know, just truly being honest with, uh, with the time that you have to spend. You know, so Ben, uh, we're going to get to the, the, the fun stuff, the things you'd like to do with uh, your daughter. Uh, but given the reality of the situation, and we know 13-year-olds are very smart, mm -hmm. they're very social media savvy, they, they know what's going on. How do you help her cope with some of the stuff that's going on with your wife and the family, the reality of it, while at the same time not letting her, you know, steep into that sense of fear? How do you do that as a dad? Well, you know what? I mean, I've given that a lot of thought lately. Um, and it's so much less of what you say or tell them. Because, you know, words are words, but it's how you are. It's how you got to be, you know, and like you're saying, you know, they're so smart. They're so intuitive 
that, you know, you can only fake it so much, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they know that. Mm-hmm. But everything that we learn as, as kids, I mean, if you consider most of the life lessons that have made the greatest impact, haven't been things somebody's told you. It's witnessing how somebody was. It's witnessing how they behaved under stress. It's witnessing how, you know, they acted in a situation where you could turn to the right or left. And what's the lesson that you want to give your kids? You know, you could tell somebody, oh, you know, the right path is, you know, you, you got to do this and you got to do that. But if you don't do that, if you don't walk the walk yourself, what does that tell them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, I had mentioned at the beginning of the interview that mm-hmm. Ben and I are colleagues. Mm-hmm. You know, we work at uh, the Visiting Nurses Association Health Group. Uh, his his uh, wife, Jen, is on mm-hmm. my team as our recruiting manager. And, uh, you know, I can't think of a, a stronger person to have to go through this. Uh, Jen and I talk a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we speak within between treatments. Yes. So I definitely get her on the good days. <laughs> so, ben, if you want to know when those good days are, and she doesn't tell you, I can tell you after after our calls and uh, just an extremely resilient, resilient woman. And I'm sure that's uh, serving as a great role model for Layla. But, um, you know, I, I'm curious, um, you know, what does what does Layla think of, of what you do? Your your 13 year old daughter, you know, when she observes what you do, here's here's the shop talk. Um, you know, how does she react to it? Well, you know, she, she's really good about it and she takes it in. You know, when uh, I had the the opportunity and uh, the blessing to manage some COVID-19 vaccination sites um, earlier this year when we were first starting to vaccinate everybody. You recall all of that, yes. Uh, (laughs) I was out of the house at 6.30 and getting home, you know, seven, eight, nine o'clock at night. And um, Layla was was funny. She was like, I guess you're off to save the world, huh? You know, (laughs) what a great comment to a dad, yes. (laughs) So she's uh, very cognizant of, you know, what I do and, uh, you know, the differences that are made um, for her, you know, within the family, because nursing is 24 seven, you know, it's like something happens with a family member. It's like, hey, you know, they're calling you, which is great. That's that's fabulous. Um, but, you know, so she's she's very aware of the differences that nurses make and, you know, healthcare. And, um, you know, she's, she's kind of appreciative about it. You know, she's kind of proud that, you know, we do help people and then how we do it, you know, be it no matter what time of day or night, you know, um, you know, if I'm, I'm running out the door, she knows that something's going on with somebody and they need me to help them out. So um, that's incredibly rewarding as well. So, so Ben, I have a two-part question. First, first part of the question, let's say she comes to you and says, dad, I want to be a nurse. What's your initial reaction? All right. And then on a, on a fun kind of note, what do you like to do with, with Layla as a dad and, and kind of keeps you together close as a dad with your daughter? Well, you know, she said, uh, you know, she's talked about nursing and talked about healthcare, And I think that's fabulous. Um, it's a tough road, though. You know, it, it, it's not all fun and games. And if, if that's what you're meant to be, God bless you. You know, that that's it's a it's a rewarding career. Um, now, if she'd asked me to turn around and get floppy an hour and a half away, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. That's a tough one. Oh, my oh. God. Ben <laughs> Delafage, hashtag no floppy left behind. Did you see what he did? <laughs> that is called a circle back. Spun it back. Oh, and my I, God. I've been waiting for an ally. <laughs> going back and getting floppy. And finally, <laughs> hashtag no floppy calls. left behind. 
That was money. Ben De La Paz oh. coming in at the right moment right. at a very serious token, and boom, throws the show. <laughs> it's all about timing. I don't know about floppy, man. That, that'd be tough. <laughs> Leave it in the OBS. Just leave it in the OBS. <laughs> what are some things you like to do with your daughter? I got to tell you, one of the most favorite things, and we, we both look forward to these times, driving down the highway, opening up the windows, opening the sunroof, and just turning up the tunes and just jamming down the highway. Um, and, and that is something that's a, a great moment in time that we share. Uh, you know, she's big into music and um, everything from, uh, you know, Leonard Skinner to, you know, these new groups like Monoskin. It's, it's, it's fabulous. <laughs> that's the Eurovision winner yes, from yes, Italy, yes, by the way. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Wow. You're well, teaching quite, it right. Quite a diverse, yeah. uh, a grouping of music. Well, Monoskin is sort of like almost heavy metal. So at least you're not saying like Britney Spears and Ariana Grande. Although she may <laughs> like that music too. I guess all teenagers do. No, it's, it's uh, Nas. Uh, oh, Nas. Yeah. 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 Nas yeah. X. I can't keep up with all the Nas. Nas I know, but it's just It's just not young boy. Yeah, but yeah. I feel old, man. Sometimes she'll say a group. I'm like, who? I'll see somebody on TV. I'm like, who the heck is that? Yes. <laughs> you know? They do have some pretty wacky names. Like my uh, kids turned me on to this band called Why Don't We? And I thought they were asking a question. <laughs> Why it's don't like, we? It's like when the Who came out <laughs> exactly. in, the, in the 60s, yeah. you know, people said the Who, and then this whole yeah. Who's on First routine yes. came about. Yes. Now there's Why Don't We? Why Don't yeah. We Do What? No, yeah. they're a band. Yes. And it, uh, wackiness. You got to love youth and music. I guess. I don't know. I think we got to got to turn back the clock. What a great way to talk about mentioning the time is just being together, listening to music. Yeah. But she's a musician herself, from what I understand. She does like all the school of rock stuff and live performances. Yeah, absolutely. You know, she goes to uh, a music school. She has, uh, you know, live performances with a rock band. And she also trains, you know, in piano and voice. And, you know, it, it's something that is endearing to her. And that's just great to see her really dig something, you know, and um, you know, she's into the artsy things. She paints, she draws, she does all those great things. Um, so, you know, it, it's great to, to share something that she's really into. Um, we have a lot of fun with it. That's fantastic. As long as you're an amazingly supportive dad and you don't push your agenda, you accept her for what she wants, you support what she wants, which is uh, so important for dads to remember is that it's not our agenda for our kids or anything else. It's what our kids want. Uh, we've come to the point of our show, Ben, uh, which is an important part where we uh, asked our dad guests to uh, give us what we call dad advice. And dad advice is any kind of uh, advice you can give our dads. It can be personal, professional, you name it. Um, what kind of dad advice do you have for our listeners? Well, first of all, don't eat sushi on a plane. Um, oh, good safety tip. Very sound safety tip. <laughs> um, but <laughs> be, be real. You know, it's what we're teaching our kids, once again, isn't what we're telling them. It's what we're showing them. It's how we are. You know, the people, the, the men and women that they could be is so much for what they learn for how we are, you know, and, and how we act in, in all sorts of situations. Um, and showing them how to be is the most substantial thing. That's, I mean, that, that's great info for our book if we ever decide to write it. No, it's not, it's not if, it's when yeah, we write it. When. Don't eat sushi on a, on well, a yeah, plane. Maybe we'll just retitle the book. Don't eat sushi on a plane. I got to tell you, that is and a great title books. of our book. We'll yeah. give you credit, Ben You won't make a penny from it, but we'll give you credit. <laughs> Your name will be in bold and <laughs> italics. Don't eat sushi on an airplane and other important advice from dad. <laughs> 
Ben, it's always a great joy talking to you. Really, thank you for being on Bad to the Dead. You know, because you're uh, because you're our guest, you get a uh, a prize. You get uh, a little gift. It is the Bad to the Dead keychain, which Coach not only opens bottles and doors, but it also opens hearts and minds. And if, if you, you look at it real correctly. closely, see this is this is what you get. That is fabulous. I could always use one of those for uh, soda bottles, of course. Naturally, naturally. I was going to say it comes in very, very <laughs> naturally handy after a day of a right? day of nursing. But you can see that little dangler. That's where you put your keys on. I bet you didn't notice that. <laughs> oh, it's a keychain. I just yeah, noticed the other end. It opens <laughs> you thought it was a bottle opener. It's actually a keychain. <laughs> it's, it's a utility device, almost almost as handy as a catheter, which we've probably been too much time talking about today. So TMI, TMI. I don't know about that. Yeah, but well. TMI is that is that is our. But I got to tell you, Adam D, if there was someone, a nurse out there that I'd want a catheter put inside me, I want Ben De La Paz to do it for me. I would think Ben knows how you to know. Have, I think he'd be gentle and kind and very supportive. You know, there's other catheters <laughs> besides the ones that you're thinking of. There are other catheters that go in other parts of the body. I'm thinking of one part of my body. I know, you always are. <laughs> Thanks for that visual. Um, now, you know, that that's scored in my brain. You know, hey, I'll tell my parents. Fair play. Turnabout's fair play. I guess. I guess. That was, uh, that was the payback for floppy. So awesome stuff. Ben, thanks so much. Listen, love to the girls, especially, you. Uh, you know, to Jen. We hope she makes a, a speedy recovery. And it sounds like she's on her way to doing that. And uh, every day, you know, we're praying and thinking about her. And uh, again, I think this is fortunately or unfortunately a good way to raise awareness for for breast cancer. And uh, if you, the listener would like a keychain, uh, three <laughs> bucks to you and every, every dollar will go to, to breast cancer research. So hopefully we can sell a thousand of them, which means we're going to have to order another thousand, thousand keychains. But it's well worth the order. Absolutely. If we can, uh, if we can eradicate this, uh, this horrible disease, yeah. then uh, it was, it was definitely all worth it. Ben De La Paz on Bad to the Dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts. We are Bad to the Dead with Coach Randy and Adam D. A reminder, we are brought to you by Berman Branding for the best in website design, marketing, and graphic design. Becky, her and her team designed the Bone Daddy logo. That's the logo you see on social media. It's the logo you see on the keychain and all of those seasonal graphics that you see for all the seasons that we've done. She and her team have designed those. If she could do that for us, imagine what she could do for you. Also want to thank Matt Wilbur and The Fitness Rebellion. It is a fitness system designed specifically for dads and the dad bod. So check out thefitnessrebellion.com and at The Fit Rebellion. Again, at The Fit Rebellion on social media. Want to thank Ben De La Paz, registered nurse and dad, for joining us on Bad to the Dad. That was a fun conversation. Love Adam D, as always. I mean, we always say this, the best one, you know, yet. Um, really... I am, I, and you didn't, you didn't prompt him about hashtag. You're just loving the floppy reference. Come That's, on. It was all about floppy. Well, first of all, unbelievably, you could feel his energy. You, you could kindness, love, yeah. warmth, compassion. Well, it's like you said, catheter aside, <laughs> he is the kind of guy you'd want as your nurse. Absolutely. Uh, patient, you can just imagine what kind of nurse he is. Yeah. Uh, and you're scared and you're frightful, and he'd sit down and his advice to treat them as if they're treating your loved one. Uh, but I have to admit, the callback to hashtag floppy 
I was... You're feeling good about it. You didn't tell him to do that, I'm right? Not at all. Not, not at, all. at all. Well, social media can be a very, very well powerful source of Yeah, I guess you can see what, we, we found some way to connect with our, our listeners, but yeah. that, for me, that was... Uh, there's a lot that he shared, but for me, that was a highlight, a special treat. Well, we like Ben a lot, and of course, we love his family, and uh, we hope to have Ben on again somewhere down the line. Uh, next week. Oh, by the way, I have to tell you that the temperature in the house is is is, a, is pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> well, it's let a, your wife it's made little, some adjustments. Well, it's a little cooler well, downstairs. It's, it's a little warm. Yes. A little warm overall. Yeah, yes. A little warmer than my taste yes. for the early part of uh, October. But yes. uh, you know, it's, it's sort of and, and she also knows we're recording not to turn the air on. Yeah. Because, ah. So that's the other okay. piece. But it is, we're down. You know, you're in the basement, so you're pretty much we're 60, in the den. Sixty-nine. We're in the den, right? Back, Back in the den. den. Uh huh. So you're pretty much in the comfort zone. Of no matter what kind of weather you get, it's going to stay the same. It's kind of when you get upstairs. But I appreciate acknowledging the fact that I might even use that as a part of my my argument as we move forward this next week when it comes to uh, heat in the house. The okay, well, let's see what the response is from yeah. our social media poll, and we'll take you know, it from there. I will take their response into heart. And whatever they say, I'll buy into. Yeah, I'm uh, almost going to guarantee no one's going to say December 1st. Yes. Like us, or th- roughly around Thanksgiving time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I hear... I hear from they, they say, you yes. know, those experts, especially Absolutely. those experts in weather, uh-huh. it's going to be a mild winter. So we may really? actually you heard, have... You heard a mild winter? I, I, heard, this, I heard this going to be uh, an above average snow, maybe oh, mild really? mild temperature, but above average snow count, hmm. whatever that might be. So we might have, you know, fewer storms with more precipitation. Well, you know, I'm going to take because a look at my, my low pressure uh, index app. And what's going to happen? happen coming in off the coast, we're going to get a push of cold weather mm-hmm. coming in from the south. I wish you could all see this. He's, <laughs> he's giving me the weatherman as gestures. The, as the, as the, uh, the nor'easter from the north presses down from Canada. Wait a minute. You, you know, you were doing all those funky dance moves with your, your son at yes, the, the bar mitzvah, like yes. the sprinkler yes. and the shopping cart. You notice that, right? Why don't you do the weatherman? <laughs> the weatherman. Weatherman. <laughs> they go up and down. down up and, and down. down. Yeah. Okay, I think yes. you're on to something. Yes, yes. So. Coach Randy invents yes. the weatherman dance move. I'm sure nobody will be doing it all, all across the country. Um, next week, we yes. are working, we're working on a guest that's, um, you know, nobody's really terribly intense on our show. You know, we try to keep it fun, but uh, a more provocative guest. Uh, I'm working on a guy named Ira Thor, who I used to work with in radio, and he is now the uh, public relations director for a state university in New Jersey. Not Rutgers, but another one. And he's also on his local board of education. Which is crazy. I don't know why anybody would ever be on the board of ed. Having well, worked with board of ed. i got to tell you, why the slings and arrows that oh you receive I know. being a, a member of the board of ed, when parents are like, Sitting in what they call their own truth, which yes. is really not truth; it's opinion it's, that they try to toss it's over. It's a perceptual you like illusion. It's disgusting. Yes. And even in uh, my housing development, mm-hmm. we had a guy quit because, like, a guy attacked him verbally in front of his kids, in front of his home, about the color of the siding of the house <laughs> of a certain section of the development. It's just enough already. I don't know what's what's become of us as human oh, beings. We're supposed to be savages. the smartest monkeys, but now we're just crapping in our hands and throwing <laughs> it at other people. <laughs> metaphorically speaking, Coach. Metaphorically no, I, speaking. I think there's some real... You saw what the kids are doing at the schools with this TikTok stuff. Yeah. I, I was at a school Destroying down, bathrooms? Yeah, I was literally down at, at the Cherry Hill School District, great school district. The guy says the bathrooms are right out there. I go in, right? Above the urinal says, do not use. Yeah. But I got to go. I'm like, why don't you have to use? I, so I go, I turn around... There's no soap dispensers. Yeah. So I go out and I talk to the, the, the other administrator in the room. I go, I just want to let you know, there's 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 just no soap in that bathroom. She goes, yeah, I know. These guys, the TikTok, are taking out soap dispensers. I'm like, here? At two? At two? It is crazy what's yeah. going on. And, and how 
kids are so influenced by following these stupid by challenges. These th- things, right? Are you, and then they put it, they post them. We got to We got to teach our kids to be a little bit more independent. Oh. And like you said, just say no. Just, just say, say just no. say no earlier. Oh. Oh. Ridiculous. So we hope to have Ira Thoron next week. We are bad to the dad. Dads have a great week and stay bad to the dad. Thank <laughs> you.